I'm Amy. I'm Julie. And it's time to pucker up. Hooray! We're back with a brand new edition. Oh no. You know, I always wish it was Ice Ice Baby. I know. Sometimes it is. Sometimes. So rarely it's Ice Ice Baby. I think we're likely to be Ice Ice Baby at a hockey game than out in life. Correct. So we we talk about the president's curse a lot. The president's trophy curse. Yes. President's trophy curse. So president's trophy curse comes upon your team when you win the president's trophy. Period. And you think we are the best team. I mean, you're the best team in the NHL. We're the best team at the NHL. We have won the most games of anyone in the NHL. We We should win the Stanley Cup. All of the points. We should win the Stanley Cup. Statistically speaking, we're the best team in the NHL. Shouldn't we win the Stanley Cup? And the answer, my friends? No, you should not because the president's trophy curse. It's not that you should not. It's that you will not. True. So stretching back to, I don't know, whenever the Caps started winning the president's trophy. 2009, 2010? Well, I was thinking like they won it in 16, then they won it in 17. Ah, yeah. Okay. We can go back to that. So we won it. Caps won it in 16. Got knocked out in the second round. Caps won it in 17. Got knocked out in the second round. Caps didn't win it in 2018 and won the Stanley Cup. Now, who won it in 2018 and where did they win it? Nashville won it. In Washington. Pass the curse. Right out right the door. Nashville had their little ceremony right there on our ice, and they made that a mistake. And, and, um. In hindsight, we should have known that we were going to win the cup that year. I mean, yes, but we've been trained as Washington Capitals fans to never expect good things. It's true. So. We, st- we still are. We said, yeet to the president's trophy curse. And Nashville got knocked out in the first round, I think. I believe, yes. And, and then, then next year. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay wins it by like a shit ton and then gets swept in the first round. And we're like, hey guys, President's Trophy's cursed. And then this year. And people are like, no, that's not a thing. Look at Boston. Boston's doing a great job. Boston makes it to the second round. The second round. Boston's gone. Yeet. Guaranteed. Next year. Next year. Whoever wins the President's Trophy. Yeet. It's the Yeet Award. It's a thing, people. You spend your whole season trying to play your best hockey, and you're tired. Right? Mistakes were made. I mean, also, if you're Nashville, you might not want to put up a banner that says you're the... What was it? It was so dumb. They did put up a President's Trophy banner, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, it's like, listen, let's not act like they're the first people to put up a President's Trophy banner. Right, but there was another one that was really stupid and, like, ass backwards. It was something like regular season West. Western Conference champ. That was like regular season champs is what it was. It wasn't even regular season Western Conference. It was it was a President's Trophy banner, but it was stupid. Yeah. It didn't say President's Trophy winner, like the one at Cap 1. It was like regular season champions because they were dumb. like trying to be cheeky or whatever. I don't know. I don't have time for the Nashville Predators. I don't know if they're trying to be cheeky. I think they just don't. As a Dallas Stars fan, I don't have time for the Nashville Predators. True. So, so let's di- talk about it. We're we're deep into the playoffs. Deep, deep. Stanley Cup final deep. Yes. Dallas Stars are in the Stanley Cup final for the first time since 2000. That's 20 years ago. Yeah. There are people you on know, that team. There are people on that team who weren't even born yet. Oh, God, that makes you feel old. But you know what happened when the Caps went to the Cup final for the first time in 20 years? Don't say it out loud. Don't scare it. No, I won't. That was all I was going to say. I will say, I know, I'm not going to say Tampa Bay is not a good team, because they are. They figured out how to be a really good team without 
a really good player. But here's the thing. Tampa Bay always has to be a good team without Steven Stamkos because he's made of glass. This is true. But they finally figured out how to do it. Because they have, listen, I'm going to hang it all on Blake Coleman. They got Blake Coleman now. They don't need Steven Stamkos. (laughs) I'm sorry. Am I on the record? I love Blake Coleman. I know you do. But you know what? He commits lots of crimes. Oh, God, yeah. Is there a Tampa Bay penalty? Oh, look, it's number 20. <laughs> it's, it's probably, listen, the only reason it wasn't, oh, is de- do, does, did, did somebody from New Jersey just committed a crime? The only reason it wasn't always Blake is because Miles Wood plays for them. Well, he's hot. Well, no, because Sammy Votnett also plays for them. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember who he was playing for somebody who was still in the playoffs. And every time it hit that team would take a penalty, I'd be like, Oh, they're getting to see the real Sammy Votnin right now. Oh, <laughs> the whaler came. Oh, you right. They didn't last very long. Mm. Yeah, well, pride cometh before the fall. Carolina, Vegas, Boston. Man, let's talk about Vegas. All right. Actually, let's let's save that for low light. Okay. I got got a big one in general news. Yes, you do. I got rocked to my cord this week. I got hurt. Look, were you not expecting it? I wasn't. Really? He has become a journeyman hockey player. Right. But to the Minnesota Wild? Who? I mean, you gotta cross over into the West at some point. Do you? If you're gonna be a journeyman, yes. Shut up, Amy. I don't like it. I don't like anything about it. Anyway, so uh, I'm sitting on this call Thursday, <laughs> Thursday, Thursday afternoon, and I'm like, I'm like sitting there, and I'm supposed to be paying attention, except like ten minutes into this call, my phone starts vibrating on my desk, like fucking blowing up, because everyone's adding me in the Discord. People are adding me on Twitter. Again, this is what happens every time he gets traded. Adding me on Twitter, adding me in the Discord, messaging me on WhatsApp, and like, oh, shit balls. Um, yeah, Marcus Johansson got traded to Minnesota one for one with Eric Stahl. The trade is one for one. Now, Minnesota needs a lot of things to get younger, to get faster, which... Marcus will do for them, but it seems like they're planning on playing him at center, which is not a good idea. I'm going to ask a question that would probably get me slapped if I were physically at Podcast HQ. Younger? Isn't Marcus Marcus 30? He will be 30 next month, but he's six years younger than Eric Stahl. Oh, all right. And he's a hell of a lot lot faster. Well, that's true. I mean, not like in the most objective way possible Marcus can still haul ass I know nothing I that comes out of my mouth about Marcus Johansson is particularly objective but Duke can skate he's a terrible fucking center which is why I think it's bad what every hockey man is saying like if Minnesota needs centers and Washington tried him at center and, and the Devils tried him at center and Buffalo tried him at center and everybody said, that don't work. Why does Minnesota think they're magical? Okay, yeah. What did he play in Washington? Wing. They put him at center in Jersey to start. Realized, oh shit, that doesn't work. Moved him back to the wing. What did he play in Boston? Wing. What did he play when he was in Buffalo? Center. What happened when they moved him back to the wing after they got Dominic Cahoon? Wing. What? No. Somewhere, something went wrong. Anyway, they got Dominic Cahoon. They moved him back to the wing. And suddenly he starts production again. Oh. I. The thinking behind it is... 
like his thought process behind it is that he is getting used to playing center again and having to be more involved in playmaking instead of doing different things. Putting his big fat ass in front of the goal and tipping pucks in. Sometimes he does it with his ass. Thank you very much. I'm saying. Um, anyway, I just, I am with the knowledge that they are not planning on re-signing Miko Koivu who mm-hmm. is center and knowing that they need center depth, I am not sure what the plan is in Minnesota. Now, I don't think Minnesota's sure what the plan is <laughs> in Minnesota. The only like bright spot, I guess, is that the coach really likes him because the coach was an assistant coach in DC mm-hmm. when Marcus was first drafted. Perhaps he knows the value of Marcus Johansson's zone entries on the power play. Yeah, they're going to have hella good zone entries on the power play. I'm just saying. Can I just say that at one point last season, Buffalo's power, not power play, Buffalo's penalty kill was so bad that Marcus was on it. Mm. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, they're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that ain't right. We have so many, so many things. Under we have what's been keeping... A list. There are... For our friend Gary. Seven items under What's the Message, Gary, this week, which I think is a record. Oh, definitely. Well, also, we haven't done a podcast in a while. It's only been, like... uh, It's been three weeks because we did... Hot ones! Hot ones, yeah. uh, That was... I had regrets, you know? I mean, that's why I volunteered to ask the question, because I knew I was not made for any of that. I mean, like, TMI, guys, but if you don't want to have a spicy poop the next day, don't do the Hot Ones Challenge. If you don't want to lay on the floor and pretend you've died, and maybe wonder if it actually is the truth that you have died, because it seems like that's what might have happened to Miranda. She was on the bed, I think. Oh, either way. I was like, I thought you were going, I thought you were saying that I had, like, laid on the floor. Listen, we don't lay on the floor in my house because that's a good way to get Koozie to lick your face. Well, you know, there is that. All right, so our list. Nick Ritchie of Boston boards Yanni Gord, and it was a fucking rough one. He's a five-minute major for it. Mm-hmm. And my question is, why isn't a five-minute boarding major also a game misconduct? There are times when it is, no? I don't know. How would I know? That's a good question. Like, what are the rules? We don't know. But here's the thing. I think the problem is that it's not automatic, right? I think it's at the ref's discretion. Yes. So I think it can happen. In this case, it did not. And I think what you and I are both saying is it should every time. But it doesn't. Like, in the five-minute... I think think if you are assessed a five-minute major for boarding, you should probably just be kicked out of the game. You think. Almost ever. He also did not get any supplementary discipline. Not even a fine. Nope. Wow. What's the message, Gary? Cedric Paquette on Charlie McAvoy. They're going for the puck into the corner, and Paquette basically rams McAvoy headfirst into the boards. And, I think um, remember he did not come back in that game. He did not. Poor Chuck. Well, Actually, no, he did. He came back, which is probably why Paquette didn't get any supplementary discipline. But uh, but that shouldn't matter. You can't ram a man head first into the boards, even if he's a Cabbage Patch doll and his head's probably made of vinyl. <clears throat> now, Ryan Reeves on Tyler Mott, mm, which Reeves. did result in a one-game suspension. Yes, and 
Oh my God, what was Las Vegas going to do without their, oh, what was the word that the fucking DeBoer used? Invaluable. Their invaluable player, Ryan Reeves, for a whole game. So basically, yes, this is called a headshot. And what happens is Reeves comes around and he brings his arm up into Mott's face. And it, Uh I mean, and you know, Ryan Reeves. I didn't do nothing. No, except it's extremely like they come around the corner. Reeves is coming straight toward Tyler Mott and he just elbows him in the face. Like there's no hockey play to that. I think you should have described that like you described your favorite hockey play last time. Just for our friend Brian, where you say the guy came towards the other guy and then the guy and the guy and the guy. Yeah, except this time I knew who the guys were. (laughs) Sorry. I love you. No, you don't. I, of course I do. And then, so Ryan Reeves gets one, a one game suspension and he's suspended for the first game against Dallas. And that's how we find out that Ryan Reeves is the one who does all the heckling because of course he is. But it's really funny, kind of, that, uh, no, you know what? We'll save this and we'll talk about it when we mm-hmm. get to, uh, I don't know, is this a highlight or a low light? How much Ryan Reeves keeps his mouth shut when his team is down. It's a highlight from a low life. Then um, Alex Killorn gets a five-minute major after this hit on Brock Nelson, which I, which took Nelson out. Nelson missed a couple of games. Mm-hmm. He sure did. Killorn did. Yeah, he was suspended for one game. So, basically, Nelson plays the puck, and then Kalorn comes in, and it's a late hit, basically. Like, there's no need for Kalorn to follow through on this hit in any way, shape, or form. He comes in late, slams Nelson's face into the boards, gets a five-minute major for it. Once again... the one where he was like, well, I meant to hit him in the back and not the head, and it's like, it's still a fucking cross-check, and it's still a late hit. Like, yeah. there's those are two things that come on on the. I you mean, can't do that list. Listen, I meant to hit him in the back. Not a good defense in right. hockey. So you saw the numbers and you went for it anyway. Yeah, that's when that's your la- when that's your first defense. Yeah, no. Now the most egregious one on this list, I think, is Alex Tuck's slew foot on Tyler Sagan. Fucking hell, right? Because um, it didn't get called. Nope. And it was so and it was, blatant. And it was right in front of a ref. The ref, like, yeah, he also elbowed Tyler in the face as he did it. So it was like his elbow to Tyler's face, and then he, like, swept the leg. Cobra Kai style. And it's like, and then they scored right after, like, he scored right after that. And that's the one game of that series that Dallas lost. And all I could think is he shouldn't even have been on the ice. Mm-hmm. He should have gotten ejected. He should have gotten suspended because slew footing can end a career yeah what's the message gary and then anthony sorelli and anders lee you know anders lee being a fucking crime lord this is the one that i really want to talk about because everyone's like oh well he was just trying to get on sides i don't know how to describe the move is this the one where he like rode on top of fucking sorelli (coughs) no This is the one where Anders Lee is allegedly trying to get on sides. He's trying to tag up, but he, like, stretches his leg out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You, I saw that. You posted that the other night. 
And it ends up being knee-on-knee contact with Sorelli. Yeah, and what it looks like is, like, to somebody who doesn't know that he's trying to tag up, you know, It looks like he's sliding into home. In isolation, no, it looks like, yoink, let me trip this asshole. Yeah, like, like, it doesn't make sense, because first of all, that's usually when you see someone trying to keep a play from being offside and you see acrobatics trying to keep a play from being offside it's happening from a player in the neutral zone mm-hmm. trying not to accidentally go into the zone before yeah, they're the usually puck. stopping themselves they're usually not reversing themselves so that's how you end up seeing these weird acrobatics for this to be a player trying to tag up to it doesn't make sense for him to slide one leg forward like that because that's not going to keep it from being off sides it makes no sense anders lee fucking makes no sense but that's another but people are like oh well he was just trying to tag up it doesn't make any sense for that to be the way you chose to tag up you need to get your entire like both of your feet have to be on the other side so it makes no sense at all to tag up that way he was that was designed to hurt somebody that's a dangerous play and it ends in neon neon sorelli well and on top of what he already did to backstrom like one might want to consider him what they call a dirty player oh god forbid you call anyone a dirty player except tom wilson anders lee fucking woo pat maroon let's talk about pat maroon amy pat chubby but effective maroon pat maroon was losing his goddamn mind last night oh my god it was game one and he was like full on justin williams in like game five last year what game was it last season in the playoffs that the caps had the canes so wound up justin williams was just fucking losing it was it a home game for washington i think it was yeah i'm like trying to like jog my own memory and flash confirm it it had to have been game five it had to have been he was just out like yeah it wasn't game six because we lost game six very very badly yeah i think you're right in the next anyway justin williams just And that was Pat Maroon last night. Oh my god. It reminded me of when like I've seen Justin Williams just fucking lose it from before. Like the year that he suplexed Evgeny Malkin. I enjoyed that though. <laughs> Sometimes we can enjoy when our players are dirty. I mean, um, you know. But Patrick Maroon last night made an interesting decision at the end of the second period wherein he chose to shoot the puck into the Dallas bench. And one of the first things I read about it was that he had hit a linesman with it. Well, what he actually did was just nail Yoel Kiviranta in the face with it, sitting on the bench. And you can't fucking shoot a puck. It hit his visor, though, right? It didn't actually hit his face. And what? where is his visor located, Amy? I understand that, but it didn't make contact with his face. He jumped out of his pants. I'm sure he did, but there's a Because you know in- what? He it- wasn't expecting a puck to come flying into the bench no. after the horn. No, I'm just, to make it clear to dear listeners that nobody got an actual puck in the face 
at however many miles an hour from Pat Maroon. Yes, it hit them in the visor. Yes, it probably scared the ever living shit out of him and everybody else on that fence. He's a baby. Also, can you, it, can you explain to me in, in two syllables how we refer to this baby? Kiwi. Kiwi. Me. All night last night, every time he's on screen, Kiwi. Kiwi. Whereas here over in the Wheaton Forest section of town, Amy is just going, Yoel fucking Kiviranta. Kiwi. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, scared baby. Scared the baby. And like, ended up taking a 10 minute misconduct. <laughs> so he spent the first 10 minutes of the third in the box. Which, and you know, I. I forget who I heard say this or where I read this or where this information was coming from. But whoever it was made a very good point. Cooper can go into the locker room during intermission and go, all right, how are we going to play the next 10 minutes without Maroon? Okay, good. Great. And that's it. Like, something else has to be done other than making him sit in tantrum baby jail. Because that's some bushy. I mean, what I said is if he had hit the, if he had hit the ref with it, definitely. Uh, well, he'd get ejected. So, well, A, ejected, B, suspend him for abusive officials. Because I'm sorry, oh, don't fucking true. do that because you're having yourself a little tantrum. Well, and, you know. Whatever. Much- Pat, Mar- Pat Maroon's a fucking dirty player anyway. Like, I don't have time for that in my life, bro. I also think that in the playoffs, because this is sort of, you know, the whole end of the period shenanigans bullshit. If the horn sounds at the end of the third and that's the end of the game... And everybody decides that they just want to start giving face washes and scrumming around and doing all sorts of other shit. If anybody goes, if anybody pops off, guess what? That penalty starts the next game. You know what? That's I like that idea. Because as it is right now, they know that they can fuck off and do anything they want after that horn sound. Patrick Maroon is just upset that he is the inferior big rig. I mean, there's Big Rig and then there's Chubby. There's Big Rig and then there's Inferior Rig. I don't even know why it was a question of which of them deserved the name Big Rig. Obviously, Jamie Alexiak, who's like five inches taller and 50 pounds heavier, deserves to have the name. How about? Which of them scored a goal last night? Not Patrick Maroon. Chubby and ineffective. Jamie Alexiak also lost some teeth last night. I read about that. Um... Let's talk about some, uh, like, some unfortunate lowlights in that um, Dallas's series against Vegas didn't need to go on as long as it did. No. And um, I think it wouldn't have, except they had a back-to-back, which is a fucked-up thing to do in the playoffs in the first place. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be one in the final! Mm-hmm. It's because, and this is, I read this in a couple different places. It's because of football. No, well, I think I I think that's my theory, and they haven't really come out and said that. And yes, I think that has something to do with it. But the company line is NBC wants both Saturday nights. Well, then, and in order to do that, they need to back to back somewhere in the middle. No, don't play Friday. Have the two days off. See, and they think that, and well, nobody else. There's not been another series where. Uh, Teams have gotten two days off in between. They don't want to fuck with that because, you know, the boys are in the rhythm. Oh, what the fuck ever. 
be really funny if it didn't go that long and they didn't get Saturday anyway. Because Saturday is game five. I just think, I know, but I just think that would be really funny. It would. They'd find something else. Don't scare it. I know, I know, I know. I didn't say it. I'm just saying that would be funny. And that's what the NHL deserves. Look, the NHL deserves many things. And I don't think we have a podcast long enough to address them. Yeah, okay. So Dallas's game five against Vegas uh, was a back-to-back. And they decided that, you know, they didn't want to have Anton Kudobin start uh, both games of back-to-back. And God, I hope they do on the one that's going to come up on mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday this week. Because Ben Bishop was not ready. Dobby can do it. Dobby, Dobby can do it. it. Dobby is a tiny Russian machine. He is a littler, softer Russian machine. He's a Russian m- weeble. Russian weeble wobble. <laughs> His goalie style is tumble dry low. <laughs> Russian weeble wobble never falls down. I stole. The, I have to say, I stole the tumble dry low from you. Can't do that. But oh my god, it's the funniest thing I've heard about Dobby all series. His goalie style is tumble dry low. They are not wrong. No, he lays down a lot. He's like, I will lay on the puck. This is fine. There was one save last night that was very dramatic, and he had that puck and healed it up. He's like, No, I have it. I'm done. Blow the whistle. Because oh, everybody was, yeah, everybody was trying to pile on top of him for it too, and he was like, Look it. It's here! Y'all, get the fuck off! Anyway, Dallas ended up losing that game pretty dramatically because uh, Ben Bishop, in spite of what he said, was not ready. Didn't he lay in like five fucking goals in the first oh, period or something like not, that? It was not ideal. No. Yeah. Whatever, and, um, whatever he says, he's not not hurt. No. Dallas, uh, Dallas is just gonna, you know, Dobby's gonna get us through, man. My we hero. Believe, we believe in Dobby. We do. And if if Dallas does the thing, I think Dobby should get the. Uh, oh, he's he's gonna get the con Smythe if they do the thing. It has it has to be. Yeah, there's no fucking doubt. Like the only other person, the only other possible candidates, maybe Rantanen, or not Rantanen. Fuck my ass. Haskinen. Haskinen. Oh. Miko, Miro, that's where I was going. There you go. I, I follow. I, the, I, but it, I just think it has, it would have to be Dobby. Like, I can't. Yeah, there's no way in hell it wouldn't be. I would say the only other guys really coming close to, like, really putting the team on their back are Haskin and Kiranta. But it's Dobby. It's all going to yeah, always gonna not, come back I mean, to they're Dobby. Not, they're not there right now, if not for Dobby. Right. It's Dobby. I mean, Anton Kudobin. Um, Kadugan! Sorry. <laughs> That's our highlights. We love Dallas only. Yes. Dallas only. Puck off. Alexa, play puck off. Is that what it's called? The, the puck you. I don't know. What's their goal song? They're, it's the title of their goal song. Oh, I have no idea what the name of it is. I just oh, know it's Pantera. Yes. Dallas Stars Goal. Song. Puck Off is what it is called by Pantera. Alexa, play Puck Off. So there. Yes. Um, Pam checked in with me last night as to who she should be rooting for. And Alice. I was, like, I was like, do you not know? Do you think we're and rooting said, for Tampa Bay? And she said, no. And I said, we root for the stars. And she said, but why? And I said, 
sit down. Let me tell you. They're the underdogs. Let me give you a list. Their goalie is a story and a legend unto himself. The, the They're fun. Fun wins championship. Ferda. Ferda coming. For fucking days. Ferda coming out of their pores. Yeah. I actually am wearing my, my Yol Kiviranta t-shirt from Bring Hockey Back. My over overtime hat trick winner, My, Yoel Kiviranta. Yes. Uh, the two pieces of Dallas gear I own are jerseys. One is a Ben, one is a Stegen. I have been wearing the Ben one, and it's been doing very well. So, uh, Tits out for Tyler didn't work at my house. No, it worked at mine. I had to put my shirt back on. Melanie, Melanie didn't. I did. Currently, I have a green candle that I burned. And last night... As soon as I lit the first wick, I forgot to light it before the game started, but as soon as I look, it's a three wick candle. As soon as I got the first one lit, they scored. So I feel like it's working. There you go. It's only weird if it doesn't work. <laughs> They've only, since I started using it at the beginning of uh, the Western Conference uh, final, it's only let me down one game so far. That's so a pretty damn good record. Statistically speaking, it's been working. Oh, and I got my, 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 Animal Crossing person is now sporting a Dallas Stars baseball hat all around the island. Ooh, I should get a Dallas Stars jersey. They're not great. I haven't. Like, I looked at some some of the designs and shit, and I no, like, no, no. Yeah. You should get. Um, I'll send you the link to the uh the guy. There's like an Animal Crossing guy. I follow him. Oh, all right. He just he just like does. He's a Stars fan. He does like jerseys and stuff. Oh, all right. Jonesy's Animal Crossing hockey shop. Which is at ACNH underscore hockey. Okay. So he's he's pretty good. He's done like Hockey Diversity Alliance stuff as well. Oh, I remember seeing that stuff. All right. So that. We're a Dallas other, Stars podcast now. Yeah, we're a Dallas. No, because now we're going to talk about the Caps because they hired LaViolette and not Mike Babcock. Woohoo! Like, sure, LaViolette wasn't who I personally wanted, but hell. I think everybody wanted, like, in their in their special places, wanted Gallant, but knew we weren't going to get Gallant. And then everybody kind of went, "Well, if it's not going to be him, it might be Babcock, and we really don't want that." And started going off the deep end. Whereas I, the minute they fired Todd, was when I texted Steve and was like, "Tell me about Laviolette." Not that I wanted him, but I thought that that was pretty much what they were going to end up with. We like to get Nashville's leavings, but that's fine. Look, all right, here's the point I want to make. And I made this online the other night. We got LaViolette for three years at a little over $4 million per, per reports. Mm-hmm. That is less term and less salary than Trotz, than, wanted. than Trotz wanted. And he has a better record than Trotz. Fuck all y'all with this, we should have paid Trotz more. It's not what he wanted paid. It was the term. <sighs> Today's a very special anniversary, Amy. It is. <laughs> Today, we celebrate the third anniversary of the time Jonas Siegenthaler tried to take over the Montreal Canadiens bench. Yes, and it was in Montreal, no? Yes, yeah, it, it was. was in Montreal. That's what confused him. He forgot where he was. And, uh, my beautiful moron of a hockey boyfriend. This is when Julie first discovered. Well, maybe not when you first discovered. When it was when, when it was 
reaffirmed that Julie is a morosexual. Known for a while. But this was my, like, oh, yeah, no, I love this one. This one's an idiot. <laughs> That's how I fall in love. You find the dum-dums? Yeah, I'm like, oh, this one's extra stupid. That's the one I want to take <laughs> home to my mom. And yeah, he, he, he sat on the wrong bench, and then... He didn't even skating. get on the bench. He just skated over, and he, like, got halfway through the door, and he was like, oh, shit, this is not where I'm supposed to be. And then Amy made a sign. I did. And then, and then Wes Johnson saw the sign, and then Russian Machine wrote about the sign, and then, like, lots of the Capitals saw the sign, too, and they laughed, and they kind of snickered and kind of looked at Jonas, and Jonas kind of looked at me, and he did not laugh. But my sign said, Jonas, sit here, and it was right over their own bench, and I held it during the warm-ups. He was just a baby then in 2017. 20 whole whole years old. He is still a small child. Well, no, he's a large child. I was going to say, Amy, he's huge. He's a very big baby is what he is. Olympic rules in this shootout, boys. Order of shooters is me, 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 and then me again. I'm fucking TJ Yoshi. In thigh lights. I'd yes. like to personally thank the NHL for the thirst trap video that they released. Which one? The one where they just had all the boys out on their different fields. Oh, There's yes. Shirtless Rod Brandamore out there. Look, even last night during game one, they showed us football thigh lights. It's true, because there's that one football player that's got like a Dallas Stars thigh tattoo. Yeah, he does. And Perfection. also has thighs. I mean, like, they didn't even show his face. He just literally gave us the thigh lights. You know what? I don't need to see a man's face if the thigh lights are good enough. I'm so glad you didn't tell me the other reason why you normally say you don't need to see a guy's face. I'm not interested in having to bleep things out of this podcast. There you go. Let's get into our listener questions. Okay. From Sarah. Considering how everyone seems to be annoyed with Tortorella being a baby, including media, do you think he'll ever be a finalist for the Jack Adams again? All right. Sarah! Let me tell you. I talked about this on my other podcast a little bit, but I'll talk about it here. The Jack Adams is the, hey, look what you did award. So it depends on how shitty Columbus is and how shit at the beginning of next season and then how shitty they are at the point at which awards are nominated if they have become significantly less shitty over the course of the season then they look at torts and they say hey look what you did and they look at other coaches who you know when a team like you know heaven forbid like a team like ottawa decides to get good halfway through the next season their coach is definitely going to get a hey look what you did award. Mm-hmm. I don't think it ha- it doesn't have anything to do with their coaching style. Like we never hear about how they coach because that's all secret and it's systems and it's this and it's that. What it is is hey look what you did. And if he manages to do that, great. But I don't think it has anything to do with their personalities or whether people like them or not. It has to do with what happened to their team. I just think that nobody should I, I think he should be I don't know just don't give this man do the I time think of he's day. an asshole yes do I think like this shtick is no longer a shtick that should be done yes 
Like, grow the fuck up and do your job, bro. But I say that to say if, you know, they start off with another injured player and see, they can't really, next year, they can't really give him a look what you did award because he's got two goalies that that team can ride through a regular season if they have to. Mm-hmm. From JG, why are all the coaching candidates for the Caps bad? Because every coach in the NHL is bad and nobody ever gives a new coach a shot. And in this case, I would agree with general manager Brian McClellan that we needed somebody with experience. And unfortunately, coaches with experience are a product of the NHL coaching system, which is bad. It's because we never have anyone new. We just recycle the same shitty ones. Um, Also from JG, Lou Lamorello won GM of the year. For what exactly? That was my question too. I personally would never have given a GM of the year award to someone who let Robin Lehner walk. That's valid. Like that should be a disqualifier at the jump. So Lamorello and whatever. They don't vote on that until after the second round of the playoffs. So you'd think that the people that voted on it would go, fuck, he gave away Robin Leonard. Yeah, they um, are not thinking about how he came from the island, though. They're thinking about how Chicago treated him. They're thinking, oh, yeah, it's Chicago's GM that fucked up there. And while forgetting, that, while true, they wouldn't have had that opportunity if it weren't for fucking Lou. Yeah. Um, from Sarah, please cast hockey players as Princess Bride characters. Okay. I have the list, the cast list. Miranda helpfully suggested that Hank is Buttercup. And yeah. since she is the most beautiful woman in the world, that is probably correct. That probably is correct. Um, I had some suggestions, too, in the Discord. Join the Discord! Um, where you, too, can put things in the suggestion box and be on the podcast. Oh, I said Humperdink was Trotz and Cal Rugen was Lane Lambert. And Yellen was Todd Reardon. <laughs> Look, Lane Lambert as Count Rugen is chef's kiss. I'm sorry. Also, also, one that I gave some thought to this afternoon, Festig Evgeny Malkin. I was just thinking that. <laughs> now, Vizzini. Oh, I had a thought for Vizzini. Who was it? Um, oh, shit. It was so good, too. And I didn't write it down. I'm old and I can't remember these things. Who would be Vizzini? Who would be Inigo Montoya? You know, I was thinking about that, too. Maybe like, um, you know, maybe like a Tyler Sagan? Inigo? Yeah. Tyler's too stupid to be Inigo. Look, we're talking about hockey players here. We're grading on a curve. Who's Wesley? Oh, Rupa Hintz. (laughs) The hair. Yeah, that is that is the other one that I thought of today. Could also be William Carlson, William Nylander. Nah, Nylander's got a beard. Yeah, if we yeah if if it was baby doll William Nylander, scary porcelain doll William Nylander, then yes, but no. Fazzini was was it somebody on the stars or somebody on the Fazzini is Sidney Crosby. Oh fuck, you're right. No, okay, wait. So the grandpa is Coach Q. Of course he is. And then the the grandson of Sidney Crosby. Oh, okay, because, yeah, he doesn't like a kissing book. Is there sports in it? <laughs> 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 
No, you're right. But Bazzini has to be, and I can't believe it's, I'm not remembering who, who I thought it would be. Oh, you know who Bazzini is? Mm. I'm making an exception because he's not a hockey, but he's hockey adjacent. Fucking Pierre Maguire is Bazzini. Oh my God, no, you're right. You're so right. That is who I thought of today. You're so right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and I think that's it for like major characters, right? So. Oh no, Miracle Max and Valerie. We need Miracle Max and Valerie. Ovius Miracle Max. Kuzi's and... Valerie. Yes. <laughs> or is it the other way around? No, Kuzi. I can just see Kuzi coming running out, screaming, "I'm not a witch. I'm your wife." A liar. Yeah. Yeah. And the last question is, if you had to be locked in a hotel room, this is from Renee, in a hotel room with a Stars player for 24 hours, who would you choose and why? Tyler Sagan, redacted. Jamie Benn, also redacted. <laughs> I mean, a hotel room, Renee, come on. Like, lock us up. I mean, well, screw that. It wouldn't matter if we were locked in a room, but a hotel room. Although, to be fair... I do want Dobby to help me raise my dogs. Look, I don't know who it was. Part of my potato farmer heron, heron, harem. Good Lord. It was somebody on, they were talking to on the ESPN, the, the pod that Wish does with Emily Kaplan. And he mentioned that he was a potato farmer. And I was like, holy shit. There's one out there for Julie, an actual potato farmer. And now I can't remember who it was. It was somebody, like, not, I think it was a former player. So he might even be age appropriate. But it was not a name that I immediately recognized. May I just say, fuck mm-hmm. you. Some <laughs> players currently playing are age appropriate. I understand that. I mean, number one potato farmer Phil Kessel is age appropriate. Bobby is 34. Leave me alone. Is he really? Yes! I'm just saying, there are also some children involved in, in your Leave me alone. Circle. Phil Kessel's 32, by the way. He's age appropriate. Sure. Plus or minus seven is age appropriate. Yeah, I know. I know! <laughs> there are some people that do not fall into that category. Shut up! I know, they're, it's the same for me. Hell. Oh. All, all, of them. Of, all of the 30-somethings don't even fall into that category for me. So, you know. Anyway, you can message us on Twitter at PuckerUpPodcast. You can email us at PuckerUpPod at gmail.com. You can visit our website at PuckerUpHockey. We have a Patreon at Patreon.com slash PuckerUpPodcast. And you can join our Discord at any time where you can talk about hockey with us. You can talk about other shit with us. Like, I don't know. We watched the VMAs together. We watched the CMAs together. Mm-hmm. We might watch um, the Emmys together. We might, although Julie won't be involved because she'll really be watching really Chinese don't. drama. Some of us watch the Untamed together. There's it's a just whole, a lot of together. Yes, there's a whole K-pop togetherness thing that I am not a part of, but I appreciate their K-pop togetherness away from me. You should become part of it. No, you can get is... the link to our Discord on our website or on our Twitter. Woohoo! Come join the Discord. You can come hang out with us. Root for the Dallas Stars. And sing Thanks. Puck Off! <laughs> <laughs>